Um, we're live. Do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do. Yeah, so we were kind of talking about. No sound check. Uh, I sound okay. Yeah. Uh, I hope so. So before we went live, me and you were talking about Frankie Edgar, and you were saying he's, you know, in this hard skid at the end of his career. I'm like, did he say anything about retiring or? No, no. I was just saying um, right, right before we went live, I was on Instagram and I saw they were showing because Brian Ortega versus Volkanovski's up. So they were showing Ortega fucking smoke Frankie. Yes. yes. And then I started thinking about the flying knee just now, right before we went live. And I was like, man, you know, Frankie Edgar was never on anyone's highlight reel like that before these last couple fights. Did I lose? And now he's on anybody fighting for a title's highlight. Yeah. Uh, You didn't lose me. You're breaking up, though. You're like. How am I now? Hello? Now I'm good or I'm no good? Stan? You can't hear me right now? You're frozen, but I can hear you. I'm frozen? I can hear you. You're just frozen. Oh, I'm frozen on your screen. I'm not frozen on the the live stream. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, Zen? Did you just do that with your voice? Yes. Are you fucking with me? I'm not frozen? You're not anymore. No, you were. I wasn't frozen on the OBS, so. It says, Stan the Man's network bandwidth is low. Does it? Yeah. All right, so that's what it is. So I won't have to be, be able to live. Okay. I guess. It's not like we, it's not like you pay attention to what anyone writes anyway when we're live. Yeah. So the whole point of going live is. Is to. Yeah. I interacted. After the show, you do, I guess. I don't know what we're talking about. Um, yeah, I've interacted with a person or two. But what do we got? Out of 10 episodes, maybe like twice, you'll be like, oh, so and so said this. That's the same person. Nah, I've interacted with fans before. Oh, you know what it is, too? I actually usually interact with fans when you're like, oh, I got to take a piss. And then I'll start reading comments. But yeah, I gotta start well, doing it more live. Yeah, if we're going live, that's the whole reason to go live, so people can live comment and be read and heard. What's been Otherwise, what's doing been a bunch of episodes been, and putting out what? What's going on in Menace Land? Sorry, um, just working, doing jujitsu. Start. Pretty sure I made up a joke. I'm into it. You made. Up I don't know how to explain it. I don't even know how to teach it. I just hit it a lot. Describe. Give me an example. What position? Okay. I got the guy in the front headlock. I grabbed the lapel. So my arm's like almost like underneath his chin. And I grab this lapel. Then I do a front flip over this way. My head goes that way. I do a body flip. And they end up with an arm trap. And I'm just pulling the lapel. And they can't move. And I just fucking choke them. Are they tapping to pain or the choke? The choke. And has Michelino or anyone seen you do it and been like that something? Um, I've been like, bro, I think I have something. Like, show me. And then I try to show them, and I just can't. <laughs> oh, so you can hit it. Live. I can't, you can't recreate it. Yes. 
right. So you gotta. It's weird. You gotta walk through it slowly, and you should be able to figure it out. I, dude, I've tried. But here, even to Frankie Edgar, just you know, at one point he was twenty-one and five. He beat Yair. He beat Jeremy Stevens. Then he lost to Ortega. Then he beat Cub Swanson. Then he lost to Holloway. Lost to Korean Zombie. Beat Pedro Munoz, split decision, very close fight. Then he got killed by Corey Sandhagen. And remember, so Ortega killed him, Korean Zombie killed him, and Corey Sandhagen killed him. And, and the only ever, the only other time he's been killed, he won somehow. Yeah, he had never been. Great man. He had never been finished before Brian Ortega. Yeah, and that was at forty-five. Yeah. And then the Korean zombie fight where it was like, please stop the fight, you know? That fight made me really mad. Why did it make you mad? Because I wish they would have done that for me. Because I tell you what, I think it'd be different. Oh, you wish they had let you Korean zombie? Yeah. Okay. But it's neither here nor there. Yeah. You, you saved some brain cells maybe in the end. Yeah, probably. But... I know what you mean. You wanted that one. Super Steven Seiler. Can he hear us? Um, he does not oh, have a microphone. Hmm. Oh, so is it different if you have an iPhone or a Galaxy? I don't know. Have we ever experienced the Galaxy before? No clue. You're on mute, bud. Yeah, now he's muted. I'm pretty there sure. Super Steven Siler. Wow, I love the I love the poster behind you, Buzz. Yeah. Who's that? Wow. Yeah, my wife did like a little shrine over there too. But what a tough shrine. It's just no, nah, not really sure. Just uh some things about me, I guess. A painting of me kneeing Kurt Holbo in the face, and then some training cards and just a bunch of stuff. What are you sitting on? I like this. You're sitting on like a... Yeah, it's a blanket. Uh, all right. I was like, this dude's got this like pimped out chair. I'm a little fancy these days, bro. I like that. So you <laughs> recently retired this past weekend. Yes. It's bittersweet, right? It's... It is. It's been a huge part. It's basically been all I've done for the last 16 years. Yeah, but I remember when I was fighting in Utah, I came, I met up with you, and you had, you were doing some other shit. Yeah. You were doing, like, selling uh, yeah, mortgage loans. Mortgage loans. Yeah, have so you been doing that? While I, I actually put it on halt, and uh, I'm actually taking the test Friday, this Friday, to continue with that. So I, I paused this I could continue fighting a little bit more, which that's what led me to the PFL World Series and all that. I put that on the back burner. Uh, so now this coming Friday, I take that test, hopefully get that, pass that test, get that license. And my wife does real estate. We can hopefully tag team and conquer the world. Because your wife's a rock star in real estate. So she's killing that. She is killing it, bro. She is doing well. I'm loving it. All right, real but, quick. Steven, can we get you to turn your phone? Beautiful. Uh, you're so good, bro. Stan the Man, Dennis the Menace, now Steven Seiler joining us, Menace and the Man. Thank you for joining us finally, Steven. You, you're a long overdue guest that Dennis has talked yes. about for a very long time about getting on the show. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, he brought it up to me a few years back. Just haven't got around to it. 
Yeah, hey, never, I bumped guy. into you once at the PFL too, and was like, "Medicine the man, we got to do it." And it never <laughs> happened. It never happened. Oh, in Long Island, right? Yeah, yeah it's over in Long Island. Yeah. Jeez. Medicine um, came to that, or he did come to that. I forget. No, I came. Yeah, Dennis was there. Yeah. So, so what, what's what was the final straw for you? Be like, all right, enough. Like, was it predetermined going into your last fight if you were retired or not? Not really. I mean, it was, but it wasn't. I've been contemplating it since 2019. That second year in the PFL was just really, really hard for me being out in Colorado, trying to come home every other weekend to be home with my family. And, uh, man, it was getting depressing just being away from them. Like, I, I started yeah. hating fighting because, one, that weight cut was getting rough. I mean, going from 173 down to 145 was not no easy cut. And then being away from the family, FaceTiming all, all the time, but mostly just living out there alone, being, you know, having a hard life out there. And yeah. Court, Court McGee would come out for his camps, but that's about it. And PFL, we were in camp nonstop, so there wasn't like I had a chance to come home. So, uh, yeah, so that was kind of pushing it. And then COVID hit and basically uh -huh. paused me in 2020, had no fights. And then coming out this one, I'm like, it's kind of nice not fighting. Right now, I got a job doing TSA as well. I'm at the airport here in Salt Lake City. Yeah. So I, I've had income coming in. I was like, well, let's let's see how I feel fighting. And literally, I felt great in the back. Felt hitting mids, hit like felt on point. Got out there, and I was just everything just stopped. I'm like, I don't want to be out here. In general, or this last fight, just this last fight. And I was like, I, I and maybe it's because I had a year and a half off in the cage, which I haven't had that ever. But like yeah. the fact that retirement was already in my mind, then I went out there and felt like that. I was like, it's just time. And the thing about it that made it kind of sweet was my first fight was just under 16 years ago at that same venue, the very first fight of the night. And this one was my 60th pro fight, same venue, last fight of the night. 16 fights. And so I, I figured, I'm like, you know what? Everything just adds up. It's my last fight, number 60, last fight of the night, where it started. Let's just call it good. Yeah. 60's a lot. Did, like, uh, now, now, because I've been in, the, in your shoes. Maybe not to the same degree, but I was just like, I just feel like when I work out hard, I'm just not recovering the same. Oh, God, no, dude. And, uh, like, the thing is, too, like, I, I wasn't even really working out hard because now I am working full time. So yeah. like I'm, I was only working out once a day, so I'm not even really putting in the work that I used to as a fighter to actually right. continue this. Push the book with you a little bit. Yeah, I was like, I'm already thinking that. And then like making 55 was hard, and I, I used to make 45. Now 55 was hard, and my and I was sitting in the sun. I'm like, why am I cutting weight? This shit sucks. Like it's so much better not cutting weight, just eating whatever the hell I want. Yeah, and, like everything just like I just had doubt after doubt after doubt in my mind, and then. I love being at the arena. I love being on the fight scene. And then once they got in the cage, it just wasn't there. So I'm like, I'm not willing to put in the work. And now the reward, the actual fight, didn't even feel like the reward after all. So yeah. it's like. Well, I mean, because, I mean, you had, and I, again, I've been in those shoes where I'm like, do I even, can I even win? Yeah. I've been down four losses in a row, going into the fifth one. And I'm like, I don't even know if I can win. Like, and <laughs> like I'm like, my training, I beat people in training. I'm just like, I don't know why. I'm sure that happened to you too. Like, am I like not even 
capable of anymore where you're like, fuck that, because this is bullshit. I mean, and I felt like that, that last fight I had in the PFL against Kennedy was probably the best fight I've ever felt in my life. Like, I felt on point. I was hitting them nonstop. I think they, they even had me out striking them like 42 to 2 or something stupid like that through two rounds. And I still lost the decision. I'm like, and the thing that kind of made it. Was that a split decision? No, it's it Yeah, he took me down the last uh, 30 seconds of the first round, or first round, second round. And last minute of the first round, and they gave him both those rounds, and he, I somehow lost the decision without him touching me at all. And as I, and I know a guy that took you down, just laid on you. The thing about it was, I wasn't mad <laughs> about it though, bro. I, I lost that decision, felt like I was screwed, and the only thing that crossed my mind was, I don't have to make forty-five anymore. Thank God. And then I started like thinking, I'm like, dude, I just lost out on easily with the PFL seventy thousand plus. So when you were in the PFL, what that was what it was? You were getting seventy thousand a fight, seventy thousand a win. Yeah, and fighter made the playoffs, which they gave you fifty grand automatically for that. I started thinking all the money I just lost out. I'm like, I'm not even mad that I lost that fight. I'm just more grateful I don't got to make the weight. I mean, maybe it's time for me to hang it up. Like I, I don't even care. Yeah, I mean that that's one thing because I watched. Uh, you know, I remember passing um, Volkanovski like in a hallway. I'm like. I really don't. And he was like, wasn't even like to my ranking at all. I'm like, I just, UFC is kind of hyping this guy. Like, I just, I really don't have any desire to fight this like little guy that looks like me. <laughs> just like, like, you know, this newcomer or like any young buck. I remember when I was younger and a newer guy I was like, when Conor Burke came in, I'm like, give me a piece of him, please. Yeah. I want it. But like, towards the end of my career, Someone was like, yo, you want to fight Conor? Like, eh. like, yes, because it's Conor McGregor because that's a big money fight. But, like, if that same guy, Conor, came in when he did and I was supposed to end my career, I'd be like, eh. Yeah. He's just a loud mouth. Yeah. And that's how it was. I feel like they're just trying to make me, like, a stepping stone to get these other guys in in the bigger shows already. And the more I think about it, I'm like, I'm not an athletic guy already. They're having all these younger guys are more athletic than I am. They're more hungry than I am. They're like, they just want it more. And I don't want it. I'm like, I'm going to get in there. I'm going to get my ass kicked. <laughs> if I keep on putting myself in uh, harm's way, because they, I don't want it. Like, I tell you what, if we were allowed to take testosterone, that might change the game. We'd be in there like angry and like, you know? <laughs> it might. It well, might, then you could only be Torbell for it. I know. Hey, he's going to be killing over in one now that he's allowed to be back on that shit. I think a lot of people, I mean, we were just talking about it earlier today, Menace and Steven, about how a lot of the PFL roster is probably on some shit. I remember my, uh, I think it's like my finals or my semifinals fight in the, in the PFL. They just, the commission just came out to me. I think it was my finals, actually. I was about to fight Lance. He's like, oh, you dodged a bullet. You're about to take a drug test or uh, 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 take a test. I'm like, I'm clean. I'm good. Take, Give me the test and let's test my opponent, too. Let's see how this goes. Give him both of my tests. Give him yeah, both. Like, like I, I know I'm. I, I know I was clean. Like, That's I'm right. Like, you fought. You fought Lance in the finals of one year, right? Yeah. Fought Lance uh, twice. Can we? I don't mean to like whatever, but I just remember just being like, I had like losing. You probably were like, should I kill myself or right? Like. <laughs> Was so, that money like already spent, kind of like in your head? Like, with my win, I'm gonna do this, this, this. You know what? 
it, it wasn't like I, I luckily I was good. Um, where I wasn't overconfident with the fight already, probably because I fought Lance the year before and it didn't yes. turn out in my favor. Um, but like that's another thing, man. Just that night before there, the tournament before when we fought the playoff fights. Literally in that locker room after I won my first fight, I felt great that first fight. Even then, I was in the locker room thinking, like, do I even want to win this fight to go to the finals? Like, I, I there's so Bro, many. Like, I've been there, not the PFL, but before I got in the UFC, I fought shine fights where you have to fight multiple times. And, like, dude, that second fight is a fucking mental war. Especially, I don't, how'd your first fight go of, your, of that tournament? It was, uh, the Argentine. It was a decision. It was a decision, yeah. And it's one where I dropped yeah. in the first round. I knew I won the first round, so I kind of coasted the second round. Who was that? Uh, what are you getting drawn there? That's the draw. What was that? It's the draw one. And that moved you to the. Oh, because you got. Hurt. No, because it's uh, whoever won the first round won the fight, basically. Oh, so it's the same way as it was for us to win on the show. Yeah, so I dropped him in the first, and then uh, I won the first round. And second, I just coasted, so I didn't get hurt. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, PFL had some weird yeah, shit so, with like, the two round fights, and then they had didn't they have the one round like uh, overtime. Well, if fights. it was one and one, then it went to a third round, right, Silent? No, if it's one and one, whoever won the first round won the fight. Oh wow! Yeah, that is weird. Yeah, so that's why, and I, and I knew the rules. Being a veteran, I kind of took advantage of it, knowing I won that first round. So let's go ahead and not take any damage. Yeah. I, I think I even pulled guard at one point. Well, even here is an interesting take for me, <clears throat> is I have you two who fought each other. When did you two fight each other? Um, well, that was... 13? 2013. Yeah. What do you guys remember about it? You and going into that fight, he had just knocked out Mike Brown, which I was like. Did you just see the thing with Eves, Dennis? Eves Edwards just posted he's about to start a new show with that. And me and you were just talking about that. Yeah, like, that's awesome. Former opponents. That's awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. I think that's like exactly what you need to do is get two guys on that could be like, nah, we're cool now. We, we almost killed each other. We were never cool. We were cool before the fight. Dude, we were like playing video games at weigh-in. That's what John Hackman tells every part. He went on the Joe Rogan podcast. He's like, dude, Salah's about to fight Dennis Bermudez the next day. We're on weigh-ins. I'm looking for Salah. He's over in the corner playing video games with his opponents. <laughs> that, hang on. That was probably one of my favorite fights in terms of like comfort. Oh, dude. Because, like, me and you, we've trained together before. We knew it was being thrown at each other. Like, we were, we were trying to hurt each other, but we knew. But we were, I don't know. But we weren't, I don't know. There was, like, and the fight was in front of the two. Drop. There wasn't going to be, like, seven more hammer fists after right. it. You know, it was, like, a weird. Yeah, there's definitely no hard feelings, but I definitely wasn't pulling any punches either. <laughs> I, I definitely tried to choke your ass out. I'm sure I felt a couple of those chokes where I'm like, I think he wants to kill me. <laughs> but it was cool, and I didn't care. <laughs> so that's you know, it's it's all it's all good. That was that, but that was uh, one of my like you know what like fight weeks can be super stressful, right? You kind of see your opponent, you don't know them. Like when I saw Sal, what's going on? How's your weight cut going? Good, like sick, like kept it moving. Yeah, 
you know. But also, like, there's this weird, like, uh, like just don't like eyeball me. Like, I don't like. We're gonna fight. Relax. <laughs> like, you know, right? I was. I honestly, majority of my opponents, I made that same like not the connection we had because we had that previous ultimate fighter experience, train, yeah. But I try to make that connection with almost every one of my opponents where Ramsey still makes fun of me. Dude, you're hugging literally every one of your opponents. You're like buddy-buddy with them all. You're going to fight them. Just fight, be friends with them afterwards, not before. Like, nah, man, there's no hard feelings. Man, well, that's a respect thing, you know? And I mean, personally, I like if my opponent like kind of likes me before I fight them. Yeah, I, I like being friends with all my opponents. It was... I think out of all my fights, I only got into it with two guys. That was Cole Miller because his brother thing, and then uh, Desmond uh, Green because he said I disrespected him on some show or something like that. And then that next show, he's in the room smoking weed and my cutting weight with me. So like we made up like the very next week. <laughs> oh, so you and Des were still cool? Yeah, we we uh we became yeah, yeah after that fight we we became cool. Oh, why Steven Siler gets down with the cannabis? Nah, man, I'm too lazy, actually. I'm already lazy enough. If I smoke weed, I put me straight to bed. Well, you're retired now, <laughs> so you can get right into bed. You're just chilling now. So wait, how many kids did you say you had? How many What's kids that? you got? I got three. Okay, so Menace got two. I got none. Okay. But uh, what are you working with? Boys, girls? Got one boy, two girls. I got a six-year-old boy, then I got a three- and a one-year-old girl. All right, so something me and Menace always ask, would you let your kids fight if your kids wanted to fight? Let Profe them? Professionally. You yeah. Know, like if they wanted to be a pro fighter when they grow up. Would I let them? Yeah. Uh, I would let my, especially my boy, uh, I would let them. Would I encourage it? No. This is the, I think it's the wrong lifestyle. It's too hard. I'd rather them take an easier route. Well, the thing is, is like when when they get to that age where they can compete, I think it might be like, let's say they did the things me and you did. They might be like set with the same stats. Yes. Okay. Like if you, like if this was Versus NFL, me and you, like, yeah. you got to go back and work like normal jobs. Yeah. I, man, I, I'd rather him work a normal job or actually all of them work a normal job. Uh, I mean, I'm even worried about putting my boy in like a jiu-jitsu tournament right now with him getting hurt. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a softy man. That's another thing I found out when I got older. I became a, such a softy. So kids change. I you? I feel like I got softer as my kids. Yeah. No, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like I remember a lot of fighters have said that. Like once they had kids, that killer kind of like went. All right, I just want to beat this guy up. You know, I don't want to hurt him too bad. Tyler, me and you thought. On a card after me and you fought, and I remember walking past your room, and it was like a Thursday, and I heard a baby crying in your room. I'm like, this guy is a psychopath. Yep, I, I brought my my two. He was two months old at that time. Idaho? Did we fight the same? San Clara, San Francisco, that area. Okay, San Francisco. San Jose. San Jose. Yes, I fought uh, Clay Guida. Yeah, we fought Guida. Yeah, after that, majority of the times I took my kids and uh, even to the finals fight in the PFL, I took my wife and kids, every, uh, majority of my fights after that. That's insane. 
I don't, I don't pause being a dad, bro. Now what? You never, your kids never went to a fight, right, Menace? No. I thought about having them come my last one, but I just, I don't know. The the arena is wild. I, I just, my, that fight you're talking about. It would have been too much for me to think about versus just going down there and competing. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that fight you're talking about, my boy was two months, he just barely turned two months old. He came here, his first ever UFC fight, two months old. Remember, like Joe Rogan and Mike, uh, Mike Goldberg and stuff were all holding them and came them around the hotel rooms and stuff like that. Jesus. And uh, yeah, it's it never stopped, man. I uh, I love bringing the kids to the venue and watch it, let them watch me fight. And my my boy, that very last fight I had, he walked me out to the cage. Where are you, Stephen? Where do you live? Provo, Provo, Utah. Oh, so yeah, you're on the other Utah. side of the country. Bro, where he lives, dude. Dude, you walk out his door and the mountains look fake outside his like it looks like there's a green street screen like out his window of like mountains that I it, it's mind boggling really. Those it looks fake. So when COVID kicks, let's just make it official. Episode maybe we'll say what one seventy five we'll do at Steven Siler's mountains. I Dude, I try to get back here forever. He's, he's always, always telling you guys to come out or dance, come out here, and you. What? Uh, hang on, bro. So last year I picked up snowboarding. How far are you from a, a snowboarding resort? Okay, we're twenty minutes away. But right, yeah. the thing, dude, I've lived in Utah for twenty, what, twenty-seven years now. I've skied once. Hmm. My entire life being here. And that's for a field trip back in elementary. Snow's cold. I sit by my fireplace instead. And I <laughs> All right. Right but, against that. But you watch fights, Steven? Because <laughs> for me, the lo- for the longest time, I couldn't do... I still watch fights, yeah. I've been watching probably less and less UFC nowadays now that they put them on every week. But uh, definitely still keeping... Uh, Keep up to date with everything. My phone just updated me. It said that watching this weekend, so Overeem and JDS just got released by the UFC. Uh, I can see JDS. I can see both of them, but it's crazy. Both that of them a little shocking. They're definitely going to pop up in Bellator. Well, dude, why didn't they let him go out on his own terms? Who? Oh. He was... Overeem's been talking about retiring. Why wouldn't they want to, like... Capture him being like, hey, sick, thanks for letting me. That's yeah, that's No, the dude's a legend. Well, same with Anderson. Anderson, same thing. They re- they technically released him. I mean, they both should have put their gloves down, I guess, is how they felt. You're breaking up, Stan. Uh, did you guys completely freeze? Sad, is he breaking up for you, too? He's breaking up for me. Oh, you guys completely froze on my screen, but now you guys are He's down in Florida. Horrible internet down here, Siler. Oh, okay. It's horrible. JDS too, huh? Yeah, he he's been losing a ton, man. Ain't getting up. Yeah, but he was. He, hang on, me and Stan were talking about like the dude was about next for a title shot. Loses to uh, what's his face, Stan? Um, I don't know who beat him. He got, he got everyone. He got, he got beat by everyone. Jacker, not Jacker. He got knocked out by... Oh, he lost to... He lost to... Yochik. 
Well, the thing is, too, JDS has been getting finished every fight. He's been TKO'd in his last four fights by Nganu, Curtis Blades, Jarzinho, and Cyril Gain. So, mm. that's a tough skid. But real quick, before our internet completely collapses on us, we'll go over UFC 259. We definitely got to get you on again, Siler, for a longer episode when we got better Wi-Fi. Right? Get yourself a fucking latte. Do the Men's the Man show. Tell people to shut up and try to record. <laughs> Come on. All right, now we got hey, internet. You you guys there? Oh, okay. What? I don't know what the fuck. That's how you do it? What's up? Are you doing anything else now other than fighting? Now you're not fighting? Uh, I'm alive. Oh, okay. So I saw I something. I'm the poles. I do electric stuff. Man. It's like the top you 10 years you got, you got a real job. Yeah, I know. I just. What'd you say? Some, like, yo, some weeks, like, I work over 100 hours. What? Top 10 most dangerous job, you said? Yeah. Okay. But yes, real quick, before we lose our internet again, like I said, Steven Siler, we definitely want to get you back on the show when we have better internet. I'm sure you and Dennis have a bunch of stories from the times on tough to oh, video games yeah. to all that shit, but we'll do a quick UFC 259 <laughs> preview, and then we'll plan this again for... Yeah. I mean, you can come on anytime you want, realistically. But, hey, I'm... Yeah. Got plenty of time on my hands now that I'm retired, not training. Yeah, so if you ever want we'll to start out, from the uh, the prelims. We, we usually smash beers and like fucking chug them and shit. Just not <laughs> so the prelims, Rogerio Bonterin, well, Tim Elliott versus Jordan Espinosa is like the main undercard fight. Then they got Sean Brady versus Jake Matthews on the undercard, but. We'll just go... Bro, right. just start from the bottom. We'll go build up. Well, you want me to go prelims or the whole card? It's a big card. All right, we'll just There's rattle. Like 15 fights. Uh, all right, let's go. Let's go. Prelims. Joseph Benavidez up. Yes. So, Joseph Benavidez is fighting Oscar Oscarov. Ooh. Which I've never heard of this guy, but he's number three. Yeah, dude. He's been around. He's been doing well. He's but a... Uh... The guy, the kid Moreno to a draw. And I think he was supposed to be the one fighting for the title, wasn't he? He's 12 and 0, and he actually has a gold medal. Sounds about right. He has a gold medal in the Deaf Olympics for wrestling. Oh, dude, that's a hard fight for Joseph on the way back. Well, he's, hey, it's not the real Olympics. I know, but I'm just saying. <laughs> he's beating Pantoja, Tim Elliott. It's like a girl who's an all American wrestler. So he has I'm going to stick things. with Joseph Benavidez. People think I'm Joseph Benavidez. People think Joseph Benavidez is Dennis Bermudez. We constantly send each other texts of it. People My comment. favorite Joseph Benavidez story is somebody goes up to him like, Dennis Bermudez, I'm your biggest fan. And Joseph goes, you must be. <laughs> people yeah, Joseph all day. People comment sometimes and are like, he must have a good life married to Megan O'Leary. Talking about you on some of the comments. So yeah, I'm going Benavidez. I pick Benavidez every fight, no matter who he's fighting. Yeah, dude. I gotta go, Joseph. Song Yadong versus Kyler yeah. Phillips. I got Song all day. This dude fucking laces motherfuckers. I'm gonna go Song. 
So I'm going to go Phillips just to switch it up on you guys. He's pretty uh, well-rounded. I'm into it. Strong, like, sleeps people bad. And he's from Alpha Male. But does like, he do Alpha Male? And, and people love Alpha Male. They'll just give him the, the pass. Oh, they'll give him the scorecards? Stan, kill yourself. Why, the internet's terrible? <laughs> yes. I see you guys clear. All right, Dominic Cruz versus Casey Kenny. Casey Kenny's the favorite? Is he? He's at a minus 137. That's interesting. And they got Dominic Cruz as a plus 110. Yeah, I don't think he's going to take Cruz down. Yeah, I think Cruz is going to just out. And it's oh. only 15 minutes. I think Cruz is going to dance around him for 15 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, too. I got Dominic Cruz. Diago Santos versus Alex. I think he might throw some money on that one. Dominic Cruz? Yeah. As long as his knees hold up for the full 15 minutes. So now I think that's good money. This main card is pretty stacked, as well as those prelims. But Diago Santos <laughs> versus Alexander Ratchik. Ooh. That's on this card, too? That's the first fight. Yeah, yeah. I got Tiago Santos. See, I think Ratchet, he looks strong, man. He's going to take him down and hold him down like he did at Anthony. I'm going to go Ratchet. He is the favorite. Racket is the... Stan, punch yourself in the face. <laughs> Santos is 37, so he's old. Ooh. Man, he started shining at the wrong age, huh? Ratchik's 29. Ratchik's on a nice little streak right now. Oh, no, never I'm going to change my vote. I'm changing my vote. I'm going Ratchik. Ratchik got a split decision loss to Ozdemir. All right, I'm going Ratchik as well. Islam Makachev versus Drew Dober. Islam, like, easy. Yeah. Not easy. Not easy. If he does it easy, I just think he's a better fighter. Islam is good, but Drew Dober is pretty good. Everyone praises Islam. So I I'm, agree. I agree, Drew Dober. Dober. This, this is like this is that big step up. Dude, I, I've I always, uh, look Drew Dober. I always think he's gonna lose the fight, and he always turns out and wins. But I'll still take Islam. That's what Islam I, is. I take against Drew Dober. Islam fights exactly like Khabib. No, and I heard he would. B could be from time to time in the room. I've heard that. DC said that Islam is better on the feet. He said that Islam, since the day he got to America, could hang with anyone, anywhere. Grappling, wrestling, jiu-jitsu, and striking. But he also says those things about yeah. Khabib, too, I think. But he says Islam, in the gym, is better than... And look at Khabib. He's potentially the GOAT of all time. Islam's one loss, he got caught. By I think Adrian Martins. Let me see. Yeah, I got Islam. Mm-hmm. And hang on, and that was early in his career. Middle of his career, yeah, early in his UFC career. So Peter Yan, Aljamain Sterling. Yeah. How are they both negative one ten? That means it's even money. Even on. Wow. I like this Al- is one of those, you know how like, I I love Aljamain because he's my boy. I just, I think if 
Peter Yan fucking hits a Peter Yan shot on him, it might change the way he fights completely. You know what I mean? You know, sometimes the guy's in a fight, he's doing his thing, he's doing his thing, he gets hit once, like, like awesome, and they're like, whoa. I gotta rethink things because I don't want that to happen again. Other than the Marias fight, Aljo has always showed a really good chin. Yes. So Yeah, I mean and, the Marias fight he got Dodson. And I mean we never seen anything really happen to Jan. I think Dodson dropped He's no hang on. Aljamain is so elusive on the feet, he's fucking very hard to hit clean. Yes. And I tell you what, if Aljamain takes Peter Yan down, Peter Yan is in a fucking shit ton of trouble. If he takes Peter Yan down, Peter Yan is going to scramble back to his feet, which is where Aljamain wants you. Aljamain wants you where he can take your back. No, I'm saying like... Oh, yeah, yes, 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 yes. Aljamain, we saw with Corey Sandhagen, he has no problem just jumping on your back if he gets there. Just like, a, you know, doing like that monkey where a lot of people are going to throw knees to the calf or the um, thigh or just hold the guy. I'm going to do one of these. I want Aljamain to win. If if there's a TKO, it's because Peter Young TKO'd Aljamain. If it's submissions, because Aljamain submitted Peter Young. If it's a decision, I have no clue because they both have gas tanks. It would depend if Aljamain landed any takedowns or not. Really, if it's on the feet, if it's on the feet for, I'm going to say Peter Young. As Young's about to fight, they put the highlight up of him beating up Aldo, and it's just 38 unanswered shots to the back and side of Aldo's head. And it's like, what the fuck was the referee doing? I know. <laughs> like, the dude, when, when someone does this on the ground with their head on the ground, they've given up without, like, tapping. Yeah. He just wasn't going off, but he was like, just stop the fight. Just end this. And the referee. Yeah. I need to see something so you do, like, something, because... Pride. What do you got, Steven? Uh, Jeff, I, I thought Jan, until everything you just said about how good Aljo's standing up and... He knows it from... So I've done a lot of work with... I've done a lot of work with Aljo, mm -hmm. and there's been times that there's sparring sessions where I'm like, did I win? And I would be, like, on the back, mad. And I'd rewatch the, the tape and, like, it... Maybe I did win, but like for a third fiber, and when he gets on my back, he's on my back for a minimum of three minutes of me just like doing everything. <laughs> like he is the human backpack. Is he? Yeah. yeah. I'll go. I go with all judges because I want him to win. I don't really know anything about Jan too much. At least I know I like all judges. Yes. Yeah. Well, even. You see, we are now seeing, and we saw a little bit before the fight, then he lost to Aljamain. We're seeing how good Corey Sanhagen is. That Aljamain mm -hmm. backpacked him in one minute or two minutes, whatever the fuck that was. So, Amanda Nunes, Megan Anderson. If that fight happens again, does it go the same way? Oh, Nunes is a dominated thing. 
Wait, what'd you say, Menace? Yeah, yeah, we've had Megan on the show. These two never fought. Is that what you meant there? Oh, you were saying about how you were saying how good Sam Hagen is. Oh yes, yes, yes. It goes and what Algerman did to him. And I said, at ten fights, does it go that same exact way? I would lean towards Algermain in the ten fights, but what I've seen from Sanhagen, it's like, oh, wait a minute, he could he could have caught Algermain with that flying knee too. Well, if if like you said, if if Algermain because Algermain did a lot of movement, if he zigged when he should have zagged, and Sanhagen well, threw something, that's what happened with Marias. Exactly, he, he yeah. just changed levels at the wrong time. Marias just threw his leg out there, and it was like, boom, he went right into it. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, but, back to the. Women so, champions. So, Siler, I kind of have a problem when women fights come on, just all the skills go out the window, and I go on, who who would I rather have sex with? Or who do I think's hotter? So, <laughs> I'm going Megan Anderson in this one. <laughs> and I think Pretty she could really win. I'm going, I'm going for Megan Anderson because we had her on the show. If I'm a betting man... Because Amanda Nunes is such a favorite, if you threw a hundred bucks at Megan, do you have the odds up? It. Do you have the odds up, Menace? On the UFC uh, page, they have odds. It's they got Amanda Nunes, uh, twelve fifty yeah. favorite to Ma Megan Anderson, a plus seven fifty. So she's a huge. That's a yeah. She's a huge underdog. Yo, she is that against everybody. Yeah, Amanda uh, Nunes probably wins this fight, but I think Megan Anderson's big. Megan Anderson is a featherweight, can't make 135. So, And this has been a fight that first Megan Anderson was supposed to fight Cyborg, but that fight just never happened. Right. So Megan Anderson could have been the one to do that to Cyborg. Amanda Nunes is better to take this, this fight this to the ground. This is Amanda Nunes' first fight since having a baby, though, too. Did she, she didn't have the baby, though. You're saying, I, no, I, her wife had the baby. Yeah. What do they call that? Yes. It's not a dad. Is that just a mom, a mom, dad, or a mother? Just she's a mother too. <laughs> I. I don't know. There's some mom. She's just a mom too, right? Just two moms. Yeah, just two moms. But tell the people to comment below. Like I, what, I like Megan Anderson. What that is? I might. I know I'm tall too, so I might hit on Megan Anderson in a bar, and then she'd be like, "Get the fuck away from me!" But I'd at least try. I'd at least shoot that shot. So. Yeah, she's she's like six foot six one, no? I think she's like six one, at least five eleven. She's tall, but she looks good. Yeah. But I'm going Megan Anderson to pull yeah. up the upset. Okay. And then main event, double championship status here for Adesanya possibly versus Jan Blahovich. And then when he wins, I think he's going to. Jan's not a takedown. Jan's not a takedown artist. No. I think um, so, Adesanya wins this fight easily, I think. Striking uh, battle. Yeah, Siler, who do you have for a minute as Megan Anderson? Siler? Oh, I said Nunes. I think Nunes dominates. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, th I thought you said. Sorry. I yeah, she is like the ultimate GOAT, bro. She likes in her, especially for women's MMA, she just dominates everybody. It's not like she, like you know, like a dog just runs out of time because it's too old. It's just an old. Like that's what I think is going to happen to Mary Nunes, the champion over there. Like where she can't like bench press anymore. She's like still like okay. <laughs> She'll just ride. I don't see anybody in the near future beating her. 
Megan Anderson this Saturday night. But Blahovich versus Adesanya. Mm-hmm. Like it. I think Adesanya wins it easily. Man, he just takes him apart, man. Yeah. And then he goes, John Jones, fat, and he says something like, "Fat boy, where yeah, you at?" I know Adesanya. So we're all going out of Sanya. Oh. Yeah. All right. That was an easy uh, preview of that fight. Yeah. Yeah, that's an easy fight. Jan could catch him. I thought, I thought the same thing about the Dominic Reyes uh, block of which fight ever. I thought Reyes is just going to dominate. He got put out pretty quick. So. Yeah, I think Jan, uh, he, he had his moments. Jan could catch anybody and change the fight. Like, yes. even, I think Rockhold was giving him problems and winning the fight, and then all of a sudden, when they separated, he just hit Rockhold. Uh, Jacare Souza, he only beat by split decision, so Jacare gave him problems, then he knocked out Corey Anderson. So, he's had competitive fights. He lost to Thiago so, Santos. Uh, Pat Cummings, like, put up a post of, like, uh, Jan Blovich, like, hey, congratulations, and then he was like, you know you're on a skid when I beat you, because... And then he like I was like, oh man! And he's like, oh, you're like the same as me. Me, me, me and Pat both be future champions. <laughs> Not funny. No, I, I enjoyed that one. That was a good one. But yeah, Steven Siler would do this again. Like I said, we have better internet. It's all my fault. So I'm gonna go jump in the pool with my clothes on and my phone in my pocket as punishment. Done. <laughs> Oh, you know, take care of that baby. He just woke up from a nap. Okay. Oh, right. So, Sila, you're the man. Thank you for joining us, and uh, we'll definitely talk to you soon, brother. Super. Perfect. Dude. Thank you, Steve. Awesome, thanks, guys. Peace, bro. Yeah, man. <sighs> man, terrible internet. I do. All right. Yeah. Well, this was a great episode, and uh, what would happen if you? What would happen if the show from Starbucks? What would happen if what? You did the show from Starbucks. No, I could have did it in the house and I'd have better internet. Or I could directly plug in, but I'm not going to be here next week. So I'll do the show probably at Sanford or something. Where are you? All right, what now? No, I'm actually, I was just looking. That would be funny. Like, Jen, if you're a Starbucks in the background, Jen, Jen and Macchiala. I'll do one from there. One, No problem. But the thing is, they can't be long. You know what I mean? Because I don't think the internet can handle the bandwidth, like to save that file. Uh, like as you're. I don't even know how that works. Yeah, it's fucked up, but we'll figure it out. But our episode. So yeah, we previewed the fights. I don't really care to talk about anything. I see Conor McGregor is no longer the owner of Proper Twelve. Oh, is that right? They're saying Conor McGregor cashed out on Proper Twelve, no longer the owner. What? How much did that run him? Or. How know. much you get on that? I didn't see any type of payout, but I'd imagine it's a pretty penny. And then also the last thing, and then we'll end it on this. Did you see that um, Polo Costa said that he was drunk when he fought Adesanya? You didn't see this? No. Polo Costa said that he had a hangover when he fought Adesanya. He said the night before he couldn't sleep, so he started drinking wine. He drank one glass, didn't work. Then he drank two glasses, it didn't work. So then he got drunk and drank a whole bottle. And then he said he was drunk by the time he was still like hung over in the fight. So I think he, that dude's a little wild. Because yeah. right after the fight, he was instantly calling them out. Like 
I this, don't know that, and I'd have to Bro. check it, but I think someone was posting a tweet and he said, like, uh, Sober Costa is undefeated. And they're saying, uh, yeah. He's hanging on. Uh-huh. But then even um, Israel Adesanya posted something. What did he post? He posted, like, I can't sleep. What should I do? Should I drink wine or drink alcohol? And he kept, like, posting fucking stories about him, making fun of him. Yikes. And then also, there's been some DC and John Jones beef going on. You see that? Yeah. But DC, I love DC. So, get, but DC can never go back at him. It's like all he can say is like, yeah, whatever, John. Yeah, whatever, John. No. Right. And yeah. today, John Jones is like walking up and he can go, that's my steak. You have a steak over there. I don't want that one. I want your fucking steak. The fuck are you going to do about it? And then they'd fight, and then we've seen it. John Jones might almost kill him. Me as a hardcore DC fan, I am a big DC. I'm a bigger John Jones fan, but I am a big DC fan. That was tough. That last fight, I watched that fight today too, because, or even the highlights of it, because DC said that John Jones doesn't have power with his hands, and then John Jones. Was I, I think what, I think what DC meant. No, he said, came off. No, he said. I know he said, like, he doesn't have knockout power to knock out heavyweights. I think he meant, like, like sweeping power. You know what I mean? You know when yeah, someone no, is knocked out right. and they're, like, fucking no, that's stiffened up? And then when John, yeah. Jones, when John Jones came back at him and was like, I knocked you out, though, he was like, I didn't say anything about head kicks. DC said, I didn't say anything about a head kick. I said punches, you know, so I didn't say anything wrong. But then it's almost like just. Okay. DC needs somebody to be like, just leave him alone. Just leave John alone. Don't do it. I don't want to go through this again. Just leave him alone. You know? Yeah. Stay away from John Jones. Yeah, because John's comeback was just like... John, well, that's what I'm saying. Did you see his, his comeback? comeback? His comeback could always be that. Showing him crying. It was it was, it was, it was, DC crying and then... Him finishing. That was actual, actual footage. Of him finishing yeah. him with those crazy fucking... Almost, almost killing him. That was a fight where I was like, "What? Another one of those? What the fuck's the referee doing? They're letting DC die out there." But then they want to stop Dennis Bermudez versus the Korean Zombie, pricks. But all right, it was good seeing you, Menace. Well, see you later. Goodbye.